welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and the amazing Sharon Carpenter. Hi! Hi, everyone. Hi, Georgie. I'm here in rainy New York City right now. (gasps) It's drizzling out there. I'm feeling like I'm back home right now. Guess what? It's really hot here. It's like humid hot. It's like we're hot. Finally. The UK is hot. Yes. It's it's fully fledged hot. Like like, summer is here. Yeah, like everyone's got sunburn. Like men have got, you know, like the the white (laughs) and the pink arms. There's like women are like (laughs) finding themselves. Yes, it's that hot. We're having a great time, I think. Oh, good, good. So people have been out there sunbathing Mm -hmm. and taking advantage of the nice weather. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Because it wasn't really fair for you guys because I know we were getting all the nice weather over here (laughs) and you were there in your bubble jacket freezing your butt off inside but I don't know about you but I am tired like I feel yeah are you what is going on Georgie I'm exhausted today but I've had no real sleep and I know we're just coming off the weekend but I spent the whole weekend working and I am I'm exhausted plus I have terrible rampant insomnia which is sort of a normal thing for me but combining that with the working all weekend i'm out of it right now why are you tired i'm tired because it's hot i'm tired because things are kind of opening up a little bit but we might be closing so let's not even go there but is this what they're saying now yeah yeah we might have to wait a few more weeks before might be needing to get more vaccines done in the country which you know what it is a great thing it is a good thing to do so just like what's what's two weeks when we've had like a year and a bit really true it can get better to be on the safe side because opening up too early and yeah. just sticking with it is not going to be a good thing. We need to shake this pandemic once Yeah. Before. Oh, can it just go already? Like, yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'll tell you one thing I did, Sharon. So yeah, uh, I don't know if you know I've got a boyfriend. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> no, you <didn't> tell. <laughs> uh, so me and Ollie went on our first ever cinema date. Did you? Oh my god! What did you guys go see? (laughs) So it was the saddest film in the world. It's um, the father with Anthony Hopkins and um, I forgot her name. She's brilliant. Uh, Cole. um, 
Oh, uh, the, uh, she was in uh, The Crown. Yes, yeah. She was in The Crown. She played the queen in The Crown. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of her name either. Yeah, she is amazing. She's absolutely amazing. Incredible. But, like, so there wasn't really much options because of, like, COVID life and stuff and, like, cinema yeah. advertisement. So it, I just cried all the way through. And I was like, because <gasps> it's about Annie Hopkins, no spoilers, but it's, it's got dementia and it's really sad. Yeah. You know, my parents went to see it and they said the same thing. They couldn't stop thinking about that movie. They said it was devastating. They said, definitely go and see it. It's devastating. I'm like, well, why would I want to see it then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe don't. Like, if anything in the world, if, like my first date with like a man in my dreams, go and see the saddest film in the history of the like the world. And I was like, Oh, so how was that first date for us? Sad. <laughs> you know, funnily enough, I actually went to the movies for the first time in a long time and it's been over a year and a half because I'm not a big movie goer anyway. Mm. So it's probably been more like two years or maybe even two and a half years. But I went to see a screening of this movie uh, In the Heights, right? Yeah. Which is by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who's the guy behind Hamilton. And it was a <gasps> musical. It is absolutely incredible it's so wow. good and normally i'm not a musical kind of a girl because i get to the point where i'm like all right like stop with the singing or why are we like, singing exactly <laughs> just give me some good dialogue and also you know if i don't know the song already i can yeah. get bored but this was done so well and it's a combination of singing uh and rhyming as well really really incredible movie i highly highly and recommend you rate it. that Oh, fantastic. I totally rate it. And it goes to show that musicals can tell all sorts of stories as well, because it's about Washington Heights. It's all the way uptown. Uh, it's about a Dominican community. Mm. Uh, and it's all set around a guy who owns a bodega, which is basically like a corner store, like a, a news agent. And it's just so interesting the way they built this whole story around it. It's, it's really, really incredible and, and deals with sort of matters of immigration and really important yeah. matters that are so relevant but really really entertaining and the dancing oh my god the dancing oh. scenes are just incredible oh so I i'm jealous already go see it yeah see i want to i want to dance my heart out in the streets <laughs> of high washington <laughs> of what? yes <laughs> well high washington you may need a little weed for that <laughs> this is washington heights it's a little different. you know what else i did georgie this was actually quite fun mm. so i went to a gala and it was an 80s themed gala <gasps> did you and dress i was up? told it was black time well Kind of, but I was told it was black tie. I'm like, what's 80s black tie? I guess it's just black tie. So I wore the satin dress. It wasn't so 80s, but uh, luckily they had the mesh gloves, the fingerless gloves, yeah. Madonna style. They cool. had like, yeah, the headband with the, with the, um, <laughs> with the bow. Bows. And yeah, so that, that added, that actually made my outfit. Uh, oh, cool. That made me look a lot more 80s, but I love the 80s, by the way. I'm a big fan of the 80s. Yeah. 80s are cool. Do you know what? Actually, any excuse to dress up is literally the coolest thing ever. It like, is. To dress up 80s, anything. I'm there dressing up. That's one of my favorite things to do. What was the actual gala then? Was it like a party? What what happened? So it was kind of a, a party. It was a dinner and a couple of people were mm -hmm. being honored. Um, so they honored LL Cool J. They honored oh. uh, Cindy Lauper and they honored uh, oh. a guy who I know who's uh, from the music industry, a guy named Kevin Lyles. 
So they honored all of them for their, you know, contributions to to music in the 80s and continuing um, to this very day. Did they dress up in their like own outfits that they used to wear back then? Just like, oh, I'll just throw this on because this is what I used to wear in the 80s. No, nobody nobody actually dressed up 80s style, but they did actually have this 80s exhibition, this exhibit, which was really cool. And they had the flyer for Madonna's first ever show in New York City. So it was this little black and white flyer. And I'm just the hugest Madonna fan, by the way, if you can't tell by the passion in my voice right now, because Madonna just (laughs) changed the game for women in music. She was just unapologetically herself. Uh, She owned her sexuality. She was badass, great music, uh, and still going to this day. So I have a lot of love for Madonna. Um, But it was fun and just mixing and mingling with people everybody was sort of in the same place like yeah I'm just sort of getting used to being social again and I wasn't sure should I wear nice shoes or should I wear the comfortable <laughs> shoes that I've been used to wearing like a lot of the guys were like I'm never wearing dress shoes ever again I'm rocking sneakers I'm rocking trainers forever uh, with oh. suits though like suits with sneakers oh, which okay. I can do I'm, I'm okay with that yeah that's cool as long as it's as a long nice as tailored clean. suit as long as they're clean yeah. it's gotta be sparkling lights <laughs> or whatever color they are they got to be sparkling yeah yes a new pair of trainers and the yeah. women were complaining like this is their first time squeezing their feet into heels after <laughs> such a long amount of time but luckily you know these were 80 shoes that I was wearing so uh or 80 style so they were the kitten heels they weren't like the five inch heels <gasps> yeah so I, Sharon, yeah kitten heels. I, did, I did a oh, kitten <laughs> you did a kitten oh no I can't I don't know where to look a kitten heel <laughs> I broke out the kitten heels. Oh, okay, but it's the 80s, so we're going back there. It's the 80s, it's the 80s. And they were super pointed. They were super pointed at the front. They were pointy, so it kind of makes up for it. Oh, so, forgive you for that. So one breathe, night. breathe, Georgie. Oh. Breathe with me. Breathe with me now. Oh. <laughs> I know I'm not the biggest kitten heel fan either. Um, so I don't blame yeah. I don't blame your reaction. But uh, but yeah, you know, we're we're starting to get back in the swing of things, aren't we? And um yeah. going out to dinner well, quite a bit and you know, just trying to be back out there on the scene a little bit. And I think as well, like the anxiety that you do get, like I was going to the gym the other day and before I was going there, I was like, I can't go. I don't want to go. I'm going to think of every excuse yeah. not to go because I thought there's going to be so many people there. I gave all the excuses to not go. I was like, uh, my trainers aren't fitting me. They did fit. They were fine. <laughs> and I had to I had to break through each barrier yeah. of anxiety to get there. And even like I'd lost my gym card. So I was like, that's an excuse. But then I got there. They were like, it's fine. We'll give you one. I was like, oh, they've given me one. I've gotten. <laughs> You're hoping they're going to turn you so away easy. at the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found a parking space. Like It was all too easy. And then I got there and I was like working out and I was like, and then I actually did a yoga class and I thought, oh, this is the best possible outcome. So yeah. I'm fine. And I had to congratulate myself afterwards because I thought all my excuses I was just going to do. You I've pushed just through. Shook them off. Good for yeah. you. Because as you're saying that, I'm thinking about myself the other day when I was coming up with every excuse not to go out and run and I didn't go out and run. So now I feel especially <sighs> bad because you broke through all you your barriers. Doing, and I didn't. I ended up like sitting on the couch doing work, but still, you know, part yeah. of just 
part of everything is being healthy and, you know, getting out there and working out and mm-hmm. it's good for your mental health and good for your physical health as well, obviously. So today, today is going to be the day I get back out there and I get back to running, Georgie. Why don't you just run in your little kitten, kitten heels? And like, <laughs> I couldn't even say it. Why don't you just go for a run in your little kitten heels and then just walk and then run back and be like, that's my run. <laughs> that would be a sight to see. That would be a sight to cause sore eyes, not a sight for sore so eyes. It would cause in the city. sore eyes. True, <laughs> yeah. true, true, true. My favorite show, my favorite show. Uh, speaking of favorite shows, should we get into news story yes. number one? Okay. Absolutely. So, did you know Keeping Up With The Kardashians has come to an end after 14 years and 20 series, 20 seasons. Uh, Keeping Up With The Kardashians is no more. We never thought we'd be able to say this, did we? Uh, As they reinvented what it means to bring your brand to the mainstream with the help, of course, of social media and digital influence, the entrepreneurial family are moving on to pastures new. Uh, From the very first season, there's been constant drama on the show, of course, from Kim losing Courtney's nude photos in season one. Don't remember that, but okay. Um, (laughs) To the many weddings and divorces, Caitlin's announcement that she was transitioning. And finally, uh, the story that shocked the world, Kim and Kanye getting a divorce. We'll talk about that. Uh, Kim also opens up as to why she filed for a divorce from rapper, husband Kanye West, saying that she just wants total happiness. I just feel I've worked so hard in life, she says, uh, to achieve everything that I wanted and I I've lived up to my expectations and achieved 10 times more than I even thought was humanly possible, but I don't have a life to share that with. Wow. I think that hits us all hard hearing that. Um, Georgie, I know yeah. you're a fan of the show. So, so talk to me about how you're feeling right now. Are you upset? Are you devastated? Like how are you feeling about the show being over after what? 14 years. That's crazy. 14 years. So that means I've watched it since what I was like Two. 20s in my like 22 yeah 22 yeah so I am I love the Kardashians as in I just love that they have been a mess the very (laughs) early first episodes were like just chaotic when it like they were just scrappy teenagers that would just hate each other and stuff and like (laughs) had no hope no fashion no nothing they were all a mess and now they've become I mean it I feel sorry for them because they've all got so much anxiety and they feel so like constantly about how how I look and what I feel like and what I'm doing and should I record it and the pressure to look perfect all the eyes of the world on them at all times yeah and poor Rob Kardashian like I I miss him like he was such a little spunky kid like he was so fun he was so great and then where is he I don't even know where he is anymore. That's true. But for it to come to an end, it is literally like a part of our life that you just follow and, you know, you just put on E or you just happen to, you just happen to know all about their lives. And then I just don't think I'll be interested anymore as much. And I think- Because it's not on the show anymore. I've never, this might surprise you. Um, I have Mm -hmm. actually never watched an entire episode of Keeping Up The Kardashians. I've definitely seen moments. I've had it on in the background at times. Um, But of course I know everything that's going on in their lives because they're in the news all the time. But- But you've never watched a full beginning to end? Never watched a full (laughs) beginning to end. I'm going to be completely honest with you, right? I, the Kardashians had to 
grow on me. I did not like what they stood for initially because, you know, I'm mm. I'm someone who's a big like proponent of oh, working hard to get where you want to be in life yeah. and talent and honing your talent and and those sorts yeah. of things. So the way I saw that sort of meteoric rise to fame happening, I didn't see the, the talent and the working hard. I mean, eventually we saw the working hard and I have to, you know, give them a round of applause at this point. I have to applaud yeah. them for, for what they've been able to do with their platforms. And of course, Kim has been out there working on prison reform and studying to be a lawyer, etc. Um, but I think that a lot of what they represent has been unhealthy for society. So um, even yeah. now when you get on Instagram, and, and I'm not blaming them completely for this. This is all of our faults, right? But you get on Instagram and yeah. uh, just, you know, this rise in plastic surgery and everyone looking the same. And it was sort of the Kardashians leading the way. Again, I can't blame them. They're individual people. It's the rest of us like following and the media, etc. Um, But they have grown on me. And I think that uh, without actually having seen the final episode, just hearing about it, it's really interesting that Kim has really sort of dived into why she wanted to divorce Kanye. And of course, a lot of this was I can't before. wait. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she, I can't wait to hear about that it, because, like, yeah. her and Kanye were just like the ultimate be all and end all forever and ever. And then for it to just, but also when he wanted to be president, I feel like that was a bit of a. A bit of a ooh. That really, was a, Kim? a short, yeah. And some how of the are you going to deal with this? Exactly. And then when he went yeah. on the, when he he held the campaign rally, and then uh, talked about how Kim was going to abort North, oh, and you know, just what? revealing stuff that I'm sure Kim wouldn't have yeah. wanted out there in the public. Yeah, it, it's really interesting. I mean, one of the things she said is that uh, turning forty this year, she said, "No, I don't want a husband that lives in a completely different state." And of course, we know that. Uh, Kanye is sort of always somewhere else, isn't he? He's not often in LA mm. and he's got a ranch in Wyoming and he spends a lot of time there. And I think it's for several reasons. I mean, one, he is the kind of creative genius that needs to be away in a different setting. We've seen it when he wake, he works on his albums. He'll go to Paris, yeah. he'll go somewhere like way out in the boondock somewhere to focus on getting creative and getting those creative juices flowing. And then people working on the album will fly down and, and work with him in the studio. But I think the other the thing is, I think that all of this ended up probably being a bit too much for Kanye, right? The glitz and the glamour yeah. and the constant attention that comes with being part of the Kardashians, this show, <laughs> everything is for show and everything, you know, to a great extent is manufactured reality. And I think that can yeah. kind of wear on you at a certain point, especially when you're someone who like Kanye likes to be as authentic uh, as possible. So I think that's part of the yeah. reason, but that took a toll on Kim. And that was obvious from this episode that she wants someone who she says she wants someone who she shares the same TV shows in common. Like you can sit down and yeah. enjoy the same TV shows. You can work out together. And she talked about how at 6 a.m. Uh, every day during quarantine, she would work out with um, Tristan Thompson uh, and Khloe Kardashian. And she oh, was like the third wheel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel but about Tristan. I think as well, uh, not knowing Kim one bit at all, no way. I feel like she's sort of a very like romantical. She thinks everything's going to be perfect if her and her husband just do every single thing together and they just look at each other and like, <laughs> oh my God, we're blessed. But really like she is a, she is like a, 
I want to say like a, a dick dominator. Like she puts <laughs> boys down with her, you know, what? like her businessness. Do you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. it's very hard for a man to try and get on her level of authority and business mind. And so for any man to try and meet that or get on that sort of level yeah. is just going to be so hard and demoralizing. Demoralizing? I want to put a man word in oh, there. So I want to say emasculating. Emasculating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we were going to get there. We knew we were going to get there. I yeah. knew what I wanted to say in a way. Um, but so, yeah, so how will she like, and how yeah. maybe Kanye had to go away and be like, whoa, I need to find my madness again before I come back home and See, be I feel, controlled. I feel that, you know, they say that a lot of the men in the Kardashian family have had issues, right? Like it's all right for the women, but the men have had issues sort of being in the limelight in that way. With Kanye, I I don't know, this was really interesting. I read this on Buzzfeed, right? Um, And I agree with this. It said at the start of their relationship, Kanye seemed obsessed with the idea of Kim, right? Likening her beauty and body to works of art, expressing a desire to transform her into something cooler, more credible, more palatable to the general public who had formerly dismissed her as the star of a sex tape and lowbrow reality TV show. And he did and he worked his magic, right? And he helped her with her wardrobe and, you know, really helped her get on this other level. Now they're on the cover of Vogue and at the Met Gala and it's just a whole other level embraced by that A-list world of Hollywood to a certain extent of fashion and maybe to a to a, a point uh Kanye feels like his project is over just like working on an album and oh. it's like I've done oh, all I can yeah. do here and you know that Kanye is now going out, out with somebody else right he's going out with this really gorgeous what? yeah uh, I mean they haven't made it official official but they were away in Paris together and spent his birthday together and what's interesting is all the Kardashians were talking about how they love Kanye like you're my brother for life Chloe wrote uh and uh Kim said I'll love you forever and on Instagram, something along those lines. And meanwhile, he's away with Irina Sheik, who's a stunning <gasps> Russian model who yeah. I've always thought was really, really gorgeous. And uh, so that's interesting. He seems to have moved on pretty quickly. And Irina was actually in one of his music videos, his power music video back in the days. And he did rhyme oh, about okay. her one time. So I think he might have maybe even had a little crush I on Irina I feel like Irina for there's more to this coming up I feel like there's gonna be a bit of a revelation you're right I feel like yeah she's been Kim's been pushed out I just feel like mm, I just don't know where the back comes from when it's just when it when it comes in and it's already been in the past you know yeah I Um, mean that isn't a good feeling when you're like oh but hold on my my ex-husband's new girlfriend well they're still married really but his new girlfriend is someone that he's known this whole time um that that that's really awkward uh i'm gonna look back on receipts i'd be like looking on receipts i'd be looking on airplane yeah things, back like at lyrics be... how many times did you write his... about her yeah on his location device i'd be like where's that tracker on his car <laughs> <laughs> i wonder who would you say who would you think that kim's gonna go out with next who who could you picture him oh, it's with? gotta be someone godly it's gotta be like a king of Persia or someone. Yeah. Is there a king of Persia? It's got to be like a king. Potentially. It has to be 
a king yeah. of a country. Yeah, yeah. And you often see that with with women who have dated celebrities like Rihanna then ended up dating some, um, a, a guy who was Middle Eastern, living in the Middle East, I believe, super, super, super rich, um, some sort of heir to something. And then Janet Jackson did the same thing because there's a lot that can come along with dating or being married to somebody who's famous. And especially when you're both famous, it doesn't always yeah. work out you know but but yeah I think we've seen some personal growth from Kim and then uh, a lot of people think there's there's tension sexual tension between her and Van Jones who's the guy who's been helping her with all the the prison reform stuff oh is he an intellectual (laughs) he's an intellectual type and he sings her praises all the time I bet he does (laughs) he, he does go overboard with it so uh we'll see maybe that's the the next Mr. Kardashian. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? Here we have Prince Harry reportedly text Kate instead of William when Lilibet was born. Oh, it's no secret oh. that in recent years, the relationship between Harry and his older brother, Prince William, has been strained. So sources close to the royal family say that William's wife, Kate Middleton, is a peacemaker between the brothers and that this role has only become more important as things have become more strained between them. A palace source recently commented on reports that Harry shared the news of his daughter Lilibet's birth with the Cambridges by texting Kate instead of telling his brother directly as a way of cementing her role as a bridge between him and his brother. <gasps> interesting. Well, yeah. Interesting. Because, what well, I mean, you you are really like royal, like you're in the know with royals, aren't there, you, Sharon? So yeah, what, well, I, I used to host a, a show on this? the royal family, actually. Mm. But I mean, I do think it's a little bit of a slight to William. And I was hoping after the funeral, Prince Philip's funeral, where we saw the brothers together again, of course, Kate was there as well. I was hoping they were on better terms and maybe they are, but this isn't that much of a surprise because I could see Kate being the one sort of texting Harry every day, like yeah. how's Meghan doing? Like, has she gone into labor yet? So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised that you, you couldn't really see a, a guy doing that, could you? I mean, maybe some guys, but I don't see William doing it. I see Kate <laughs> potentially doing it. So maybe that's why uh, the text went straight to Kate. And I also think just about my own situation when it comes to um, my niece and my nephew on my brother's side. A lot of the time I speak directly to my sister-in-law. Like my my niece yeah. um, is uh, she's competing in the finals of this big singing competition, which I'm really proud about. She's 13. <gasps> and um so I've been texting with my sister-in-law directly about that and you know me and my brother haven't really uh spoken about it too much at all so um I think this is something that happens in families oftentimes and I think any communication is good communication between them right you want at least some communication there yeah yeah William might not just be like a texabacara like he might just be like oh (laughs) like you Georgie yeah, I am. Yeah, like me. Like, and don't forget, they live in palaces. Their phone might be across way the other side of the palace. Like, how long is it to go run and get the phone if it goes off? He's probably just lying there going, we've been jaunting around all day, Kate. I'm really pooped. Why don't you fix him back? Like, he probably, like you said, he's probably just obvious 
type of yeah. she's got the phone up next to her the whole time be like oh god oh, babes I'll just see how they are <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think so and uh you know what's interesting as well so Kate she was at an event with Jill Biden because of course the G7's going on right and President Biden's been over there with his wife Jill Biden and, and Kate went to an event and you know the reporters they're trying to get the tea right they're trying to get yeah. that scoop so they asked uh what Kate thinks of, of Lilibet does she have a message for her um and uh, and Kate said yeah I wish her all the very best I can't wait to meet her because I haven't met her uh so hopefully that will be soon and then of course another reporter chimed in and was like well have your FaceTimed with Megan uh and uh the answer was no not yet so you know they were trying to uh see okay is this still any oh, sort pushing. of hard feelings there they're pushing that they're, they're, they're trying yeah, to get the team but um, yeah but you know who has facetimed with uh megan and, and harry and lilibet the queen has i knew it was gonna so be the queen i just the queen has. i felt it that was gonna be oh i just love her so much what i what love that she said. is so tech savvy um <laughs> i'm not sure exactly what was said but we know that they have facetimed and mm. i think that is just a testament to the fact that uh, and we knew this from the oprah interview and just from um other information that's come out that harry and megan absolutely love the queen they're really really close to the queen uh, yeah. so they wanted to make sure Lilibet got to see her great grandmother that's a, she's a great grandmother queen. um yeah do you yeah, know what too, what else um Sharon I find absolutely extreme is the fact that like the royals have to put on their Instagram like oh we wish um Lilibet the best like why do they have to put a post on Instagram to wish them well like they could just they don't have to, do they have to do that is it because for us we they need to have see to it? do it yeah well also maybe that's how harry and megan got to see that the that harry's brother is actually congratulating them oh right? just by because of the text post. yeah mm. by the end especially if they're not texting like that and it's just between kate and harry maybe that's um, what he thought then maybe he just went you know what i'll do an instagram later that'll be fine don't exactly <laughs> she'll love that she's totally into that kind of thing yeah. <laughs> you and your impressions you are so good you are so good i just put um, him in the room he's totally with us right now <laughs> <laughs> no do you know you sound like the baby from that what's that show and there's the talking baby the oh, cartoon yeah uh, family, guy. family guy you sound yeah. like the, okay. you sound like the baby from family guy megan really needs to know <laughs> <laughs> that's who it is i don't know about Mommy. prince william but, but definitely exactly you've you've got that baby down but that's uh, his voice yeah <laughs> but I, I hope they all get to to reunite soon because of course uh, harry's going to be going over to uh, for the unveiling of princess diana's statue at kensington palace which is going to be a really oh, big deal uh yeah. july 1st but megan and the kids aren't going to be going over and uh, i hope the queen gets to to meet um Lilibet sometime yeah. soon in person outside yeah. the screen but yeah you know it, it, it seems like um the family's getting closer again so Cute. fingers crossed here yeah yeah oh. all right and so we're going to we an ad break yeah an ad. an ad break got an ad all right little breather guys and then we're back with some listener letters small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. 
so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bear, in the <laughs> I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both <laughs> For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird <laughs> dance moves. You head back then, yeah. <laughs> Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You? The Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. All right, we're back. We're Hiya. back. We're back in action. Hi, everyone. We've got some <laughs> really cool us. listener letters. <laughs> Not too badly, at least. All right, shall I go into listener letter number one? Oh, please. I'm dying for you two. <laughs> uh, this is a really good one, actually. This uh, is from a really Anonymous. Good one. But it's a good one, but a bad one at the a same time. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is from Anonymous, who has written to us before, who says mm. uh, Hello, Sharon and Georgie. I recently wrote in about my partner of nine years giving me a hall pass during a stag do that was going on. Remember that conversation that we had? Yes. Um, I'm afraid to say that when I came home, I was approached by some man in my street who told me he had been seeing my partner for the past six months and that he's only telling me as she broke up with him whilst I was away. I'm utterly heartbroken, but I can't leave her. She has told me that she only wants me and is incredibly sorry. What should I do? I still love her. It screams. What would you say, Sharon? I mean, I've got my opinions and I already think... (sighs) I think it's I think it's devastating when you've been with somebody for that long and then you find out that they've been cheating on you for six months because of course it's not just the actual act of cheating it's the all the lies that come along with it all the cover-ups that come along with it and then you start to think back uh and that work trip that she said she was going on for two weeks you know now you put two and two together and you realize it wasn't a work trip so what a lot of people don't realize see cheating is so selfish because 
because people are just thinking about what they want in the moment and they don't often comprehend or don't want to think about the the fact it can really shake up somebody's life it can really be devastating I mean nine years that is nothing to sniff at and uh, six months of carrying on an affair that is a really big deal and it, it makes me sad that Anonymous is saying uh, he can't leave her because you can leave you her can. if you want to leave yeah. her who cares what she wants? She's saying that um, you're the only one she wants, but she wasn't saying that for the past six months. Or maybe she was, but that's actions speak louder than words. You do have the strength to leave her if you want to. Uh, this is about you right now, not about her. And also the guy is only telling him because she broke up with him. So she's yeah. got whatever she wanted, she got a fix, or now she feels guilty about what she's been doing. So now she can't carry on with it because of whatever reason she's fell out of love with the one she was cheating with. And now she wants yeah. to try and get back with with you, Anonymous, which, no, like, you've got the upper hand right now. And I would, oh, I'd want to give you all the strength in the world to just go, no, don't do it, because you will be so much better when you feel the release and the, that you're actually better than what she is. Like, you just yeah. need, to, you need to see it. But I, And I think that everything sort of... You have to take things in in your own time. I get that as well because I remember I I had a boyfriend who I was seeing and I found out that he had cheated on me. Had been cheating mm. on me. I had my suspicions. He was a guy who was much older than me as well, and um, I had my suspicions. And then when I found out, I and he was like, no, 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 I really want to make this work. Um, I had this I I had the strength to sort of accept what had happened but I didn't have the strength at that moment in time to break up with him and just have a clean break right because mm. I it's like I'm dealing with the fact that this person's been lying to me all this time but I don't want to lose that person at simultaneously the person that I've been seeing every day pretty much for yeah. you know the past couple of years someone who's like such a big part of my life so I had to take it in steps so I was like first of all let me let that sink in what this person has done and then when I get to that point and I go through the different phases then I got to the point where I'm like oh no you're gross like yeah. this is over that's you a know, good so, switch yeah yeah so so don't feel bad if it's taking you a little longer than expected and it's it's normal I think for people to sort of go between oh well can it work no no I don't want to be in this relationship anymore um mm. I think the best thing for you to do is to start afresh but if you do continue in the relationship She's going to have to step up. She's going to have to win back your trust. And that is not going to be easy at no. all. And just remember for you, it's going to be continuing the stress because now you're going to be wondering, you know, you tried to call you're her think about and it. she yeah. doesn't answer the phone. And now you're freaking out thinking she's with somebody else or, yeah. you know, now she's getting irritated with you. So you both have to be committed to working through it. She's got to be extra patient and she's going to have to go above and beyond. But honestly, after six months of cheating, I don't know how someone can win back. Uh, a person's trust I think you're right Sharon I think for me I would always think about it and I'd always have the anxiety and I'd always not or I'd always have an upper hand of being like taking the mick out of it and being like oh so you're gonna run away and go there are you and there'll always be those little digs yeah. that you can just come out with to like put them down and <laughs> exactly. there's just there's just gonna be it's just not gonna be great and to be honest maybe she needs a time on her own because she needs to sort her head out and yeah. figure out that actually what does she what is she looking for because She's not loving herself right now because she's with one person and another one and she's dumping that one. So she needs to sort her own brain out, really.
and what she needs to do. Yeah, and, and the other thing is that for anyone to move forward after cheating, you've got to be completely honest. She's got to mm. come clean. And she she wasn't even the one who told you about this. Like yes. her side piece was the Remember one who that. came and waited on your street. And the fact that even knows where you live, that's not a comforting oh. feeling. Yeah. Um, uh, so has she even admitted to any of this? Would she have even told you about any of this? So I, I think she's not to be trusted. And I think you can do so much better because there's so many wonderful women out there who would treat you really, really well because you sound like a stand-up guy to me. Well said, Sharon. I totally agree. Yeah. So good luck. And let us know. Please stay in touch. Oh, yeah. Keep in touch because we really like you. We do. Moving on to list letter number two from Rachel. Dear Georgie and Sharon, first of all, I love the podcast. Oh, thanks. thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I have had a bit of a dilemma. I am 19 years old and I have met a guy in a bar in London. He is 43 but looks 25. However, that isn't the issue. The issue (laughs) is... He is my father's boss. What? what do I do? I really like him. The age isn't an issue at all. He also doesn't know that I am the daughter of one of his employees. Please help me. <gasps> Three words. Don't do it. Do not <laughs> do it. You're Rachel, right. I'm telling you, it's going to be a big mistake. Forget the age difference, even though that is a massive age difference. What is yeah. that, 20, 24 years age difference? Um, you're, yeah, yeah. You're cruel on your dad. If you do this, this is bad. Bad dad. If you oh, do your, this to your, your dad. dad's going to be totally, totally gutted. And I mean, first of all, the guy doesn't even know that you are his employee's daughter. So when he finds out and if he finds out that you knew and you didn't tell him and bring it to yeah. his attention, um, he's going to be upset and he's probably going to break up with you there and then because he knows it's going to get messy for him, especially in this time of Me Too. This is like Me Too on a different level. OK, <sighs> you're not working for the boss, but knowing that the dad is his employee that's just like a really weird like power dynamic shift kind of thing going on it's gonna get really really messy and I think this guy's gonna break up with you because he's not gonna want that mess at work and especially what if he breaks up with you or things go wrong and now the dad's like wanting to punch him in the face and also then uh, your dad doesn't have a yeah your dad doesn't have a job he's not bringing in money for like are you gonna take his place and work in his job and then that's yeah if he fires your dad that's yeah oh that wouldn't be good that wouldn't be that wouldn't be Uh, nice no this is all sorts of wrong this is the biggest tangled web ever this is not acceptable i don't think i don't think so either and just imagine if you, you're bringing your boyfriend home uh, to have dinner with your parents and it's your dad's boss that is just going to be so awkward and every day at work he's looking at his boss thinking okay you're hooking up with my daughter i mean you can't mm. I mean, strictly out of respect for your father uh you 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 have to not do this yeah i know for a fact if my mum found out i was dating um very 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 older person I mean it works for people it might be well you know well and truly good but I know for a fact that my mum would be like please let my daughter have her youth and let her be her age and if in 20 years time and you're older you're what 70 and then she's that 60 yeah. Eight, oh, don't know the maths. Well, they're going to be she when she's thirty six. When Rachel's thirty six, this gentleman is going to be sixty. Right. So 
mm, maybe wait till then and then decide whether or not you want to be together. Because I know for a fact that my mum, hence your dad at work, will be like, do not ruin my daughter's youth right now. Just let her get through her 20s at least. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you have to wonder. I mean, when I think of somebody who's in their 40s going out with someone who's 19, okay, <sighs> it, it, it could be a situation where you just sort of fell for each other and that does happen. Um, <sighs> but oftentimes when you look at some of these guys, they have a habit of dating much younger women. Then you have to wonder, well, why? Is it because they're trying to be controlling? Is it because they are uncomfortable with women who are sort of on their same level when it comes to career or when it comes to experience? Experience. Um, mm. or are they going to trade you in for a younger model when you reach 25 years old and now you're too old? You, you have to wonder about those things. And I, I think for, for you, Rachel, um, I know you feel like you're really into this guy, but I think part of it might be because it's taboo right because it's someone yeah. you know you shouldn't like oh, I know I, yeah. I shouldn't and you know when we're told we can't we want it even more it's just human nature animals are like that too I mean my my cats definitely are I tell them no they want it even more <laughs> so um so yeah, I would right. say there so are just yeah like too, and your dad's too many gonna- others your dad's yeah. going to say, no, please don't. And you're going to come back with, but I love him. And it's going to be like, you've been on two dates. What are you playing <laughs> at? No. And then it's just going to cause drama. And then you're going to love the drama. And you'll be like, oh, and it's just going to end in tears. So don't go there. <laughs> just, just don't do it. And what's really the likelihood of this relationship working out? It, it's just too awkward all around. You got to think of your dad. And uh, again, I think this guy's not going to be too pleased himself. So hmm. move on. Uh, Go find somebody else in the bar, Rachel. Good luck. All right. That's all we have time for, isn't it, Georgie? Yeah, that is so quick. Over over before it even began. Uh, Well, thank you for listening, everyone, to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter, who is amazing, and Georgie Porter, who is me. Bonus episode on Friday. It's extra lippy, and we'll be back on Tuesday next. And you're just as amazing, Georgie, just in case you didn't know, but thank you. Uh, Subscribe or follow, guys, rate and review. We want to hear from you. We love hearing from you guys. Send us your messages as well to looselips at createproductions.com. Also, on social media, hit us at the Missy Porter, at Sharon Carpenter. But yeah, so uh, hit us up, guys, and we will see you soon. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.